0: dot com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. I'm really excited about this guest today. He has a very innovative concept. His name is Josh Cliffords. He is the founder of Free Water. How are you, sir?
1: I'm great, Corey. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for taking some time to be on our show. I first saw your, your videos on TikTok. I thought, now, that is a brilliant idea. Can you, can you tell us about your background and, and kind of what, what led you to starting this company?
1: Yeah, I, I think I don't have the typical background. I was essentially on a trip around the world for my 30th birthday. And I, I met some refugees from Nigeria while traveling through Rome. And they really opened up my eyes to the hardships of what's going on in the world. And so I I ended up canceling that trip around the world. And and I started a nonprofit organization called Save the Refugees. And for a year and a half of on and off volunteering, we helped more than 10,000 people in need. And if they spoke English or Spanish, we spoke to them and said, hey, tell us your story. And we found, you know, 80% of them were refugees because their house got bombed to the ground, but 20 of them because they didn't have access to water, food or medicine. And so digging a little deeper after hearing the same story over and over again, and it's it's really hard to dig up the numbers, but I found that roughly 35 million people die every year around the world because they don't have access to water, food, or medicine. And when, when I say medicine, it's not an open heart surgery or chemotherapy. If you gave everyone on earth a bar of soap, that would save five to 10 million lives a year, just a bar of soap. And wow. And so the goal was to create a new sort of system that made donating to a charity or a specific cause as easy as eating a free slice of pizza or drinking a free beer or having a free water. And so fast forward to today, and we've launched what will become the world's first free supermarket. And our first product is free spring water in aluminum bottles and paper. And the water is free because the packaging is the ad space. And it's a new type of media and e-commerce platform. It's cheaper per 10 impressions than direct mail, which happens to have the highest ROI in the USA ad industry. Still in the state. And, and yeah, we're really excited. Uh, we'll do 50,000 beverages this year. We'll do more than a million next year. Why I do this, why I work on this is every, every product, every free product donates to a different charitable cause. So beginning with water, 10 cents from every beverage is donated to charity to build water wells for people in need. And when you do the math, we'll only need 10% of Americans to save money and drink our free product so we could solve the global water crisis permanently. And so it's the, the power of free is the high volume. And if you if you donate a lot of that to charity, there's there's not really you could you could solve just about every cause that's in need without a, a penny of taxpayer money.
0: That's an incredible Incredible idea. I totally support it. And I think it's such a unique way to advertise for the company that's that's paying you to put their logos or their, you know, maybe they're advertising a specific event that they're having or a launch of a new, you know, flavor of, of product or, you know, whatever the case may be. Sure. It's uh, when I saw that I because my degrees in advertising, I've spent my whole career in in packaging, but uh, this is brilliant advertising. I love it. Well done.
1: So in the future, the packaging is the new interface. And so and again, it's water mainly, but food secondary, they're the only advertising mediums that could penetrate any any advertising client, right any audience. Everybody needs to drink water. And so why not use it at why not use premium water as a vehicle to get any message in anyone's hands?
0: I just I love it. Can can you walk us through the process? Let's say I'm a CEO of a company. I'm calling you because I want to advertise my new line of highlighters. You know what, what, what's the what's the
1: first? It's all about volume. So we've got aluminum bottles and paper cartons, and we could do a smaller MOQ on the aluminum bottles, which is a pallet, 1,600 beverages. Um, It's great for smaller companies that are getting off the ground. The con is it's a little bit more expensive because it's aluminum and it has less ad space naturally than a paper carton because this has four practically equal sides. reads more like these ones, the MOQ starts at 10,000. And so obviously, but it's much cheaper. And again, it reads more like a book and it's got more room for advertising. And so you would choose, okay, I want the aluminum bottle in quantity or I want the paper carton. And then we would say, hey, Corey, do you have your own in-house graphic designer? And you would say yes or no. And so either you would design it or we would help to, for you to design it. And so we give everybody a couple hours of design work included. So if you, if you just had all the logos and info ready, we could put that together extremely quickly. If you needed something ultra custom, we would have to charge more for that because we pay our graphic designer hourly. And then the next question is, are you distributing it or are we distributing it? And so oh, so Okay, if we're, if we're distributing it, um, unless it's a special event where we already have people on the ground ready to distribute, we would have to charge a little bit extra because it is water, and you're talking about a heavy product. And if you're talking about ten thousand boxes of water, that's five thousand kilos of weight they would take. Yeah, it's it's not light. It's not a paper flyer. And then and then we would place that order. And so it takes roughly six weeks for the product to be landed once the artwork is accepted. Um, a little bit slower today with the supply chain issues with the boxed water, but nothing. Knock on wood, has been slowed down with the aluminum. And and yeah, either either we distribute it or you distribute it, and uh, there you go.
0: That's amazing. So could I ask you to distribute it to a specific? demographic or air region or, um,
1: yes. So, okay. Again, today is free water version 0.001. So <laughs> these are the earliest of the early days. B2B, we could ship anywhere in the lower 48 states right now, probably Canada. No one's asked for it yet, but why not? It's, it's just a little longer haul. Yeah, uh, We're only distributing direct to the consumer in Austin at the moment. However, there's very many opportunities. Main takeaway is this is a blank canvas, and so there's a there's a million different combinations of what you could print on here as a business solution. And then with the way QR codes, you could connect anything on the internet. So there there really is a near infinite number of business solutions you could create. And so let's say if you were an insurance company and you really wanted University of Texas Austin or MIT or whatever university you really had. We're an insurance company. We want these college students because we want to sign them up for life insurance, health insurance, car insurance, cell phone insurance, all, all the insurances. Great idea. And so we'd be like, well, hey, Corey, are you are you really willing? Are you willing to pay an extra 10 or 15 cents to guarantee we get it into those hands? And if you said, yep, I'm I'm willing to do it, an extra 15 cents per unit. So we call up the university that you're interested in. And we find a club or the university itself, and we're going to pay them those 10 or 15 cents to give away Corey's insurance company advertisement. And who's going to say no to that because they're getting paid 10 or 15 cents to give away a free product that also donates 10 cents to charity. So on on an order of 100,000 beverages, for example, they're getting 10 or 15 thousand dollars. As well, building half of a water well in Kenya for a village, which they get to put their name on that well because it has a plaque and it's going to say, Corey, Corey built this well. And so <laughs> if, if, if there's many ways to get it into the exact person's hand that you want, and that's just with physical, non-technical uh, processes. But then when you add the QR codes, obviously over time, it could be highly individualized on that on that front too.
0: I, I think it's incredible. I was I just had a, a kind of a brainstorm. What if a, a big company had an initiative like Google and they wanted to tell all their employees about this new system that they were coming out with or this new health benefit that they were offering? They could uh-huh. put, put it on the water bottles and as launch we, it.
1: it no, yeah, as we... It's not just traditional advertising. If there was a hurricane or we own the printing and are a bigger company in the manufacturing, we'll be able to print out emergency water overnight. This is where the hospital is. This is the coordinates. These are the hours. This is the food drop. This is how you apply a tourniquet, purify water, scan this QR code to get the latest info from the government, scan that QR code to give info to the government. They don't know. If during the pandemic, if we knew anyone in the CDC, we would have sold them millions of boxes that probably would say social distance or right. It can also be educational material, as you said at a, any sort of opsec, any sort of process that they want you to know by heart. they're already paying for water, why not just, put that message right in your hand and face every single day. For example, yeah. I, I know people have been hacked before. It should say in every tech company, do not plug in any phone, camera, <laughs> or drive when you don't know where it came from Perfect. Or, or, or at a school, you know, if yep. they're, if they're distributing beverages at a school. It, it should have all of the most important uh, educational material, math, sciences, English, put it right on the packaging.
0: Brilliant! Uh, a, a friend of mine founded a company called Digican. I got to connect you with him. They directly print onto aluminum cans. And
1: I, I, I called them actually.
0: Yeah, David Kappa, and he's a brilliant man and a good friend of mine. So I highly, I'll, I'll connect you with them if you, if you haven't already.
1: Uh, I didn't speak to him, but yeah, it would definitely
0: be great. That would be a good, a good source for you. So where, where do you fill the containers? Anywhere?
1: So today, no, not not quite anywhere at the moment. Today, <laughs> today, we're outsourcing and the aluminum bottles are manufactured in a spring and plant in Georgia. Um, Georgia is actually famous for their spring water, which is why Coca-Cola put their first massive big plant there. Um, the paper cartons are manufactured in a location in Northern California, and they happen to be building a second facility in a different location in Georgia. Great. Um, when we get into manufacturing, that's when... Um, things really start to change because free products enable new types of manufacturing and distribution models, which really improve aggregate efficiency. And so I'll give you an example. Today, we're, just, we're, we're delivering 24 packs in Austin, like an Amazon driver, which is really inefficient. It's one pack over here, drive across town, one pack over there, drive across town, one pack over there. Oh, at the end of the day, I might be in the same neighborhood as the first house this is a problem amazon and everyone who delivers has but in the future when we're manufacturing via micro factories and we've got a micro factory in your neighborhood we're going to offer free local delivery and so it's it's a different level of efficiency since the product's free actually negatively priced free plus charity we will just drop all the products off we'll sign up 200 houses in a row and then just 100 beverages, 100 beverages, 100 beverages. And so when we've got the free product, when we've got free water being delivered to your house for free, and we've got those logistics squared away and you're signed up as a member, that's when we start adding the free soda, the free beer, the free groceries, clothing, computers, everything else that we plan to offer in the future.
0: I love it. Another thing that you might consider is teaming up with a company like Ridwell or Recyclops. Have you heard of them? (laughs) So they have an Uber style recycling system where, where people sign up that you put a, a metal box on your front porch and you put things in it that aren't recyclable at your municipality. So plastic, glass, batteries, light bulbs. So you could, you could deliver water and take recycling. <laughs> this could, this could team up, you know?
1: So, the reason why that wouldn't work for us is as follows. Um, number one, I was just at the Pack Expo in Vegas, the largest packaging conference in the world. And nothing is really recyclable. Number one, just that's the main takeaway. And number two, everything is full of cancer-causing chemicals that will eventually kill you. Anything you buy at your supermarket today will, will kill you in a slow, horrible death. And so, so today, this paper, 92% paper, 8% other is known as the world's most eco-friendly packaging. It's slightly more eco-friendly than the aluminum bottle. Just These are refilled. Even if you throw it in the trash can, 70% of aluminum beverages have been recycled. And they tend to be 80 to 85% recycled material. If you could drink out of a beer can, throw it in the recycle bin, and eight weeks later, someone else is drinking out of that can with something else. But the reason why neither of these are really eco-friendly, at least to our standards, is the mining and all the what it takes to make this, and then let me let me tell you the story about this. But this story I'm about to explain: with this box is the same with anything that you buy at the supermarket. And so today's world, the problem is that if you buy a box of Cheerios, for example, and you dissect what's in the product, the plastic bag, and the packaging. It probably circled five the globe five or ten thousand miles before you bought it for three bucks. Which means if you did it all at a at a vertically integrated location. They could sell it for one dollar and still have the same profit margins. But so let me explain. So this eco-friendly box um, that we offer today, the tree was cut down in North America, and then it's put on a truck and it's it's driven about a hundred miles to the paper mill, and there it's turned into a particle paperboard. And from there, it's then shipped to Saudi Arabia, where they put a very thin layer of foil. It's still ninety-two percent paper, eight percent other. The hot water is the only beverage that takes on the flavor of the packaging. So you do need to have protective barriers in there. Unlike a milk or a juice, it's not as essential. Then it gets shipped from Saudi Arabia to a different location in the U.S. to put a very thin layer of plastic. Then it gets shipped to Amsterdam for the printing. On printing presses that are 60 years old still. And now imagine how much better your home printer has gotten just in the past decade. These people are still using printing presses that are 60 years old with ink that came from china then the box gets shipped flat to the u.s to the the manufacturer who owns the spring and so on and it gets filled with liquid and if it's a very large scale order then it stops at another warehouse where it sits for a while and then it ends up in your local grocery store you drink it hopefully you refill it five minutes later you throw it in the recycle bin and you probably can't recycle it um, at anywhere in the usa and that's that's the truth. And that's the most eco-friendly container on earth. And it's, it's really fucked up. And so in the future, we intend to make the world's first 100% hemp garden, where even the liner in this plastic cap is made out of one plant. Um, hemp has more than 100,000 industrial use cases. And that's going to enable us to grow the hemp at location A, turn it into raw materials at location A, turn it into the water box at location A, fill it with liquid at location A, give it away for free from or near location A. And then we will, act as you mentioned, we will actually pick it up from you. We are going to pay you and our future digital currency to pick up the rubbish and trash from you. So we could bring it back to location A and dispose of it properly or recycle it. But that full loop process will enable us to produce far more oxygen than carbon. We'll have other Byproducts that will allow us to make CBD oil free and and clothing and other things free. But it it will be a full loop and it will allow us even as a small company and investing maybe 20 million in that packaging at the time, it will allow us to produce these cartons for about a nickel um, out the door, which is the same price or cheaper than Coca-Cola can produce a plastic bottle for even with all of their power and money and greatness because their packaging is circling the globe two dozen times. Before it gets filled. And so, you know, by it's the only way to really ensure that something A can be recycled or reused, B that it all comes from one place, and C that it's not filled with carcinogens, because as I said, everything in your supermarket today has a carcinogen in it. Unfortunately, that's the state of the United States supply chain. I don't care. If you buy it at Whole Foods, if you buy it wherever it's covered in plastic, it's leaching into there. You can't recycle it. As you probably know, there's always that number, if you're lucky, on the bottom of the plastic thing. And, and no two plastics can be combined. And so it's, it's a problem. That's why recycling will only recycling of plastic will only get worse throughout the ages. And every year or every three years, the world's biggest companies design new types of plastic that are cheaper to make them more money. They don't care if it is even more cancerous, or more deadly, or unrecyclable, and that's the unfortunate state of the world we live in today. At least as Americans. You know.
0: Wow, that's uh, that's some doom and gloom, my friend. I I, I, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gary, though, um, if we stop plastic cold turkey today, no one used and made any more plastic today, and you melted it down into a third of an inch thick slab, it would be larger than the state of Texas. And plastic's already on pace to outweigh fish in the ocean by 2050, 2060. And every raindrop on Earth right now that's been tested has microplastics in it, which are poisonous. So even if you were living in Siberia, hunting with a bow and arrow and, you know, doing everything the natural way, You'll still probably die of plastic related death
0: unfortunately. Wow, okay. well thank you so much. I, this is depressing. I, I have to disagree with some of the things that you said. I, I do believe that packaging is very recyclable. It's been proven by, by many experts in our industry and you know especially aluminum. it uh, does it, it, it,
1: aluminum,
0: sure. it doesn't it doesn't degrade at all when you recycle it and it's a hundred percent recyclable. So I encourage listeners of this podcast, please continue recycling. It's incredibly important to our ecosystem and our world.
1: And not recycle. Um, and, and trust me, I, I, we use aluminum. And I'm just saying that even in a city like Austin, where we live, very few things that many people would assume could be recycled can be. And, and that goes for even a bigger city than Austin. And that's,
0: you know, that's that's straight out of the
1: manufacturer's mouth. They'll they'll tell you it's it's just the way that it is. And in this country, unfortunately, there's no there's no law saying that every plastic needs to be composed out of the same number, which would make sense, right? So that means it could all be theoretically combined and used for other
0: I think that'll change. I really do. I think there'll be some extended producer responsibility laws taking effect here soon. Oregon and Maine have already approved them, and those hopefully will change the amount of PCR needed in each uh, package. And eventually, I agree with you that we need to streamline the 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 different numbers of plastics available and downsize that so that everything can be easily recycled. Eventually curbside would be ideal, but if store drop-off is needed, that would be fine, whatever it takes. But yeah, I think I have a very bright uh, vision of the future because I'm seeing what's happening in the industry. And so yeah I,
1: I do too it, it sounds doom and gloom but I, I i'm a firm believer it's too little too late just because of you know the mariana trench and deepest parts of the ocean are they look like plastic soup right now it's just full of plastic mush and i don't know how we're gonna get that stuff out you know it's one thing to try to clean up the islands of trash which are many there's five now bigger than texas but at the bottoms of the oceans and the depths of the earth, there's just no way that we can, we could remedy those things, unfortunately.
0: I do too. And I, and I, I to be frank, I think you are. And so I, I think that's good news, but I'm excited for what you're doing uh, with the free water. I think it's a great idea. And I, I definitely support the, the concept. I, I would recommend using the aluminum cans if, or, or bottles. They're, they're a, great, a great option for packaging.
1: Yeah, we are. We offer it. We'll also offer glass in the future. It's just that it, in the U.S., again, we do not have a, a system for recycling glass bottles like other countries do, where their bottles are thicker and reused often. Unfortunately, so
0: we we do a, in Oregon. You might want to consider that we have. It's called Bottle Drop, and we reuse beer and beverage bottles over and over again. So it's um, these things are available. We we just need to educate the world about them and adopt them in different areas, I think.
1: Yeah, so I hope Oregon advertisers are listening and they, <laughs> will, choose, they will choose to go with the re- recyclable glass. We'll also be offering stainless steel reusable bottles soon, um, which, you know, is obviously not single use.
0: Great idea. Yeah, the reusable glass, reusable aluminum. Brilliant. I love it. Let's do that. Well, thank you so much. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you, Josh?
1: To our website today or TikTok, which is how we met. uh, (laughs) Our our TikTok is freewater.io and our website is freewater.io.
0: Great. Thanks again. I appreciate it. Uh, Really uh, excited to see what happens with your company. Well done.
1: My pleasure. And thanks thanks for
0: having me on your show, Corey. Thank you. This episode is sponsored by SpecRite the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specrite.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.